What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Pop the popcorn, put on your comfiest pajamas, and grab a drink, because it's time for a new episode of Sierra Unfiltered. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode 24 of Sierra Unfiltered. Hey, friends. It's our Christmas <laughs> special. I've always Woo-hoo! wanted a Christmas special. I feel like we need the bark bark from your vlog, <laughs> you know, to really vlogmas? make it like Christmasified. That's true. So ready? You okay. you be Bella, I be dun, 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 Oh, I don't dun, know which dun, comes dun, first. Dun, 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 dun. Bark bark. <laughs> Which we're vlogging this, so I'm gonna turn the vlog off on. Bye, vlog. I'm, vlog off on. I'm gonna turn turn the vlog off um, because I feel like I always spoil too much of the podcast when I vlog. And but that was like a vlog reference. It was so so it was on brand. So the vlog fam will appreciate. Did uh, I say vlog fam? Yeah. Wow, the Streamy Awards really changed me. <laughs> wow. Ever since you moved to San Diego, wow. you've changed. <laughs> See, I feel like that would be more of an L.A. thing. Oh, totally. To be like, oh, you know me and the vlog fam. (laughs) It's like the knockoff vlog squad. So I didn't tell you this, but I was I think I told Carly this. I was at the mall two days ago shopping for Christmas presents and I was vlogging and this guy was like waving his hands frantically in the background of the vlog. And I thought it was just like a lot of the times when I'm vlogging, people like make faces in the background, whatever. So I didn't really think anything of it. And then when I finished that clip, I just like put my camera away and kept walking and the guy like ran up to me was like are you vlogging and I was like oh yeah and he's like I'm a vlogger too and I was like oh that's cool and this guy was like maybe I'd guess late 20s early 30s okay and I was like oh cool like what what's your channel um and he's like well I'm actually filming right now will you be in my video and I was like sure like I'll uh, sure what's the video and he's like oh, I'm buying the the cheapest thing in every store I was like oh that's super fun like I do shopping videos all the time he's like oh yeah do you know David Dobrik and I was like I mean like I know of him and he's like he's like my really good friend like I don't know if you've heard of I don't remember what he said like he had like a name that like wasn't the vlog squad but he was like you know like the funky fam or like something like that funky I don't remember what do you remember I told you what it was after but, and, and he oh was like, God. it literally, he was trying to flex on me so hard. He was like, he starts name dropping, like, oh. all these YouTubers. I had heard of, like, I of course, I've heard of, like, David Dobrik yeah. and a few others. And it was, like, m- at least a minute of him being like, well, do you know this person? Because, like, I'm friends with them. Like, do you know this person? I'm friends with them. And I was like, okay, so, like, what what do you want me to do in your video? <laughs> like, you're like, so why are you using me for clout? Yeah. You're, you're all clouded up. Yeah. Yeah, it was well, and the worst part was too is I was like standing right outside the Crocs store because I was like Ooh. returning Austin's Crocs and exchanging them. But that probably made you look more hip 
because Crocs are like well I feel like the there's two thing. types of people that wear Crocs there's like cool trendy teens who wear Crocs and then there's like Croc people and like <laughs> I wearing Crocs am definitely like a Croc person no, you're like a fashion YouTuber. Barely. You were nominated for the fashion streamy. I feel like maybe they were kind of like memeing on me. They're like, this girl, <laughs> fashion. I'm so sure. Well, it's all the time. I'll be in like Ridiculous. the worst outfit. I'll be in like sweatpants and like have like a ketchup stain on my shirt. And people will be like, oh, are you vlogging? Like, what's your YouTube channel about? And I'm like, fashion. <laughs> like, you're please all don't judge me. Everyday wearable fashion. Ketchup stains and all. Experimental ketchup fashion. <laughs> I wore different ketchup stains for a week. I love, love that for you. Um, so what you drinking? I'm drinking good old water. What Me are you drinking? too. Wow. What a fun segment. I know. And, and when <laughs> Jessica was filling up our cups for the podcast, she was like, do you want ice in it? I'm not going to do crunchy ice because I know you're just going to crunch it. But she did do crunchy ice for your pre-podcast water. But she was like, here's your crunchy, crunchy ice allowance. <laughs> So don't make the podcast listeners think that Jessica's just like depriving you, cutting of me off ice. of country ice. I feel like actually our team are all the biggest enablers because <laughs> Carly just gave you a Christmas present. My Christmas gift from Carly was slime and Pokemon <laughs> cards. It was so great. And then what and then Carly Jessica's got... the biggest kazoo advocate in the world. She is. She I just like, like fist pumped behind the camera. I feel like I'm the only one who's not enabling you. <laughs> You're the, you're so the only one who's turn, real with I'm me. I'm like the Grinch. <laughs> I'm the Grinch of the office. You're the Grinch of kazoo. Because I don't, I I love that your kazoo brings you so much joy. Do you? But <laughs> sometimes. Actually, I haven't really kazooed in like since the day I filmed that video. <laughs> I haven't Just really kazooed. You sound like someone who has like a problem. Hi, my name is Sierra and it's been seven days since I last kazooed. Hi, Sierra. <laughs> oh, gosh. Uh, do we want to do our hot take? Yeah, since this is our Christmas cast, um, we did, like, holiday-themed hot takes. So mine is that white elephant is the supreme form of gift exchanges. Which I kind of disagree with. I love white elephant. I know you do. This I, is the first year you're not doing white elephant. I'm doing white elephant with my family. But usually Stephen and wow, I... Wow, way to say I'm not your chosen family. <laughs> usually... Remember all the times where you've, like, given speeches and you're like, you know, like, Skylar and Kyle, you guys are our chosen family. Way to just throw that yeah, out the no, window. no, that's, like, that's staying in 2019. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You're all you and Kyle? Staying, staying in 2019. <laughs> you're all, this is actually the last podcast um, we're ever doing together. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, no, but my family, like, you, so usually I do two white elephant gift exchanges yes. a year. Usually I do, like, uh, Stephen and I usually have a Christmas party, but we didn't this year because we were just so busy. Mm-hmm. And that we have friends and family and, like, work colleagues and we just have everyone. Yeah. And we usually do a white elephant gift exchange then. And then I have a lot of cousins on my mom's side and a lot of aunts and uncles. And I think when I was younger, they used to do, like, everyone got everyone presents. And it yeah. just was a lot because, like, I have – there's three kids in my family and three in the other mm-hmm. family and, like, three in the other. And so it was just a lot – yeah um and so then i think seven or eight years ago we just started doing a secret santa Mm -hmm. and a white elephant and i just think white elephant it's it doesn't cost anything because the whole idea is that you're like re-gifting old things i guess i've never just re-gifted something for white elephant i always buy stuff i saw who was it joey graceffa did like a white elephant party but it was all like 
$1,000 gifts. Well, I think that's, like, a YouTuber okay. thing. Because, like, in my family, White Elephant is, like, this... That would actually be the best video ever. What? If you just showed up to your family's White Elephant gift exchange, and, like, in years past, you've just re-gifted, but you showed up with, like, a Gucci something. You're like, yeah, like, I've, I've really changed... Well, so I got a new, I was gifted at like a gifting suite for an event, yeah. a pair of like really nice headphones, but I didn't need them because we all have headphones in the office. Yeah. And I was like, oh, Stephen, wouldn't it be funny if we like gave that at White Elephant? Because that's like every year we do crappy yeah. gifts. He's like, no, that's like a flex. You can't do that. And I was I like, I think that's a flex. But we're not going to use it. See, and that's the reason why I don't like white elephant well i like white elephant because i like like the creative aspect of it mm-hmm. like last year for my gift i did a avocado tree <laughs> and then i taped a picture to it that was like the kid being like it's an, an avocado, avocado thanks it was so funny and it was like funny because it's like in this like gigantic bag so it's literally an avocado tree and like i feel like that's a funny thing or like when life gives you lemons and then do like lemonade or whatever but I feel like the gifts that I end up getting from White Elephants are literally, like, I don't use them. Last year, did you not get one of my old okay, PR packages that's what from I was White say. Elephant? With the headphones, the like, the only time when I've ever gotten something from White Elephant that I've actually liked has been from you last year because you put, like, one of your PR packages in there. <laughs> and then everyone, like, passed it up because yeah. no one, like, realized the value of it. I was like... I know. That's a couple hundred bucks of lipstick. <laughs> like, I am. So I think, like, Kyle stole it from me. And yeah. then I stole it from him or something. So that I, like, ensured that I got it. Because I was like, everything else is, like, just a little joke. This, this is great. See, that's how my parents felt about your avocado tree. My dad was, like, as soon as he saw that open. Because my, my parents have a lot of trees in their backyard. And my dad was, like, plotting to steal the avocado tree. Wow. And he he got it. He was very excited. Did he? Yeah. I thought Jim got it. Mm. I think my dad got it because I think it's in there. Maybe it was stolen. I think it was. Big drama. (laughs) Anyways, I love White Elephant. I think it's funny. I think there's not that pressure of having to like get some someone, you know, something at a certain value. I think it's also just a fun game with like the stealing and the numbers. And it's just a fun, like I always, my stomach always hurts from laughing after White Elephant because it's just so funny. So I like it. Yeah. I, I think I overall agree with you that White Elephant is fun. I don't know if I would say it's the best <laughs> gift exchange throughout the holiday season, but I do think it's a fun time. Okay. Would you rather do a Secret Santa gift exchange or White Elephant? Secret Santa. But I also haven't done Secret Santa in a long time because that way the person's picking out a gift that they think you would like. Yeah. So I feel like it's not wasteful. That's of true. Of like, I'm not just going to get something that I'm going to like donate to Goodwill. Right. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. What's your hot take? What is my oh okay I do know my hot take okay so my hot take is that people specifically I don't know if this is every family I know it's like both of my families from like my mom's side and my dad's side and my stepdad's side everyone's side make the biggest deal about meat during the holidays and this isn't me saying like don't eat meat during the holidays like you do you like it's my mom's tradition she like makes a prime rib every year that's fine that's her thing but every year every holiday especially thanksgiving and christmas everyone makes the biggest deal of like oh skylar better walk out of the room we're gonna murder an animal like time to cut up this like dead piece of flesh and it's like a huge thing of like get an extra bloody slice for the vegan and it just like 
I get I get if I had like a weird uncle who was making the joke. But it's like but everyone. It's everyone. So are you telling me they take an opportunity to use their roast as a roast on you? Yes. Literally they roast, you they with their roast, roast me. And it's like I am a mature adult. If this is going to upset me, then I'll walk out of the room. Like that's like a decision I can make. But when it's like, ha ha, I'm gonna swap Skylar's tofurkey for some turkey, like, let's see if she gets diarrhea. Like that's not a funny joke. Like if someone did that, I would probably like not want to talk to them anymore because they would make me like eat animal and also that would affect me and I would get diarrhea. <laughs> like it's not See so I feel like my family doesn't really do that. Like I just think because I've been on and off vegetarian for so long. Like I initially yeah. went vegetarian when I was like eight years old. I and I think I used to be a lot more like outward about it of like, yeah. oh I need to leave the room. That yeah. now it's just kind of like less of a thing. See, I feel like my problem was I was kind of vocal in high school when I was vegan about, like, being vegan. And then I've been, like, I went through a small period where I ate meat. But then I've been, like, on and off vegetarian vegan ever since. So I feel like people, like, have always associated. Like, I don't know if I ever went a holiday season between high school and now. Maybe I did, like, one Christmas where I was eating meat. I'm not sure. But also I feel like people give Kyle a hard time about it. Because, like, Kyle mainly converted because we were like living in the same house together and then he like converted on his own accord yeah but people will be like ha ha like gonna sneak kyle some meat in the bathroom and i'm Ew. like first of, first of all that's very inappropriate that's did you just say someone in your family threatened to sneak kyle some meat in the bathroom i well, that's called adultery <laughs> Oh my goodness. My favorite holiday tradition. Uh, adultery? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> wow. This is a wild podcast. It so that's is. my hot take. I don't want my uncle slipping Kyle meat in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> do you, you want to do your bump date? Sure. Well, my bump date is I went to the hospital this week. I almost made a really <laughs> bad joke about like, you got slipped some meat <laughs> Give your bump date. <laughs> this is a wild <laughs> podcast. Oh my gosh. We are filming two podcasts today. Yeah, we are. And oh no, we're in the giggle zone. This is also our last work day of the year. So then we're on vacation. See, it's awkward because you're my employer. So I don't feel like I can go like this <laughs> and like dance. I just have to sit here and be like, Yes, it is. It I will. Is I will work. miss being in the office. <laughs> I love. I love my work. I'm very grateful for my job. But it's been I, a great I'm actually not your employer. Sierra Schultze is your employer, and Sierra Schultze is also my employer because Sierra Schultze is <laughs> a corporation. You, but I would say you're for sure my supervisor. Yeah, I'm your, but I'm not your employer. <laughs> oh Sierra Schultze is God. messy, messy, messy. The other day, Kyle texted Stephen something. I like got so mad because it was like about. I don't even remember what it was about, but I was like, like, Kyle, that's literally my boss. And he was like, Stephen isn't your boss. And I was like, yes, he is. Kyle was like, I don't believe that for a second. And I was all, no, Sierra and Stephen are our friends that, like, we, like, drink and hang out with, but also, like, they're my employers. Right. So, like, it's okay to, like, talk to Stephen as your buddy and, like, complain about me. But, like, you can't just, like, I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't even remember what I it was I think it was something where, like, Kyle was like, I don't think Skylar's going to be able to come in on Monday or something like that. Oh. And then you were he, like, no, don't say that. I'm going know, to work. You know what it is? What? Kyle, I'm calling you out. Call him out. So. Roast him. I, Slip him some meat. This was. <laughs> this was on, like, maybe last Saturday or two Saturdays ago. I don't remember. But I was having, like, really, really bad pain. And I thought, like, maybe I was going into labor. And I, like, was scrolling through my email because it was, like, kind of, like, intermittent, like, contractions. And Kyle was like, I think you should turn off your phone. I don't think you need to be on your email right now. It's probably just stressing you out more. So I turned off my phone. And then I, like, I had made the decision to turn off my phone. And then Kyle texted Steven and was like, because Steven asked how I was because I texted in the group chat, like, hey, guys, like, going offline. Yeah. And then Kyle responded and was like, yeah, I just think, like, emails are really stressing her out. And I was like, the emails I was reading were from Steven. <laughs> like, now you're making Steven think that he's making me go into early labor. Like, Steven was not the cause of this. He was like, oh, I didn't know. So I sent Steven a long text. It was like, just so you know, I am very happy with my level of work currently, <laughs> and you do not stress me out. And he was very emails. That's so funny. But we're going to do a whole podcast in the new year about, like, kind of what it's like working with your best friend because there's a lot of interesting stuff like that. But your bump date. My bump date. On – okay, so Kyle just got back from a work trip, but he was gone, like, across the country. And I started having really bad cramps, and they felt like on again, off again, and I was having nausea and all sorts of symptoms – and I literally thought I was going into early labor. And so my mother-in-law had to drive me to the hospital and I'd like get all checked out and do all the things. And it was very stressful. Um, but so now I feel like I'm much more prepped for when it's like actually go time. Because we went and did a hospital tour last night of the hospital That's that I'm exciting. Like actually going to give birth at. And I feel like I picked up on a lot of little things that, like, I wouldn't have thought of before. Of, like, when I was in the hospital, my phone charger was way too short for Mm. me to, like, reach it to my bed. So now I know I should bring, like, a tiny extension cord with me. And then also, like, my longest charger. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm going to be in the hospital for, like, two or three days, I'm going to want to be looking at my phone occasionally. And I don't want it to be, like, charging all the way across the room. Yeah. But yeah, so I feel like that kind of just prepped me a lot more for like, oh, I guess I am eight and a half months pregnant and this could happen early. And if it does happen early, like maybe I should be more prepped for it. So I like wrote my birth plan this week and did all that. That's exciting. I mean, that's like stressful, but I'm glad you didn't go into early labor. Me too. And now Kyle is back. So like even if you do go into earlier than planned labor, like Kyle's here. Yes everything's good i feel like once i feel like i feel like i just keep saying like i need to get through this and then it will be more okay but i really at this point feel like i just have to get through this next week because we're moving this next week and so like if i were to go into labor tonight we like our house would literally be in boxes and like we would be in between so many places and so I just feel like I at least have to get through this next week so that we're, even if we aren't unpacked, like, the moving process has happened. Right. Because there's no way that I can move or have people move for me when I'm, like, in the hospital <laughs> or, you know. Yeah. But. And yeah. it'll just be nice for you guys to know that, like, 
when it happens and you go to the hospital that also you're coming back to a house that's already unpacked yes and you're not coming to home to a house with like boxes absolutely well and hopefully we'll have like a month of like being in the house yeah (laughs) getting settled and like living in it but worst case scenario I want to make sure that we're like at least fully in the house and moved out of our current apartment right so that's my bump date (laughs) also Olive I think is having a crisis really about not being the baby anymore (laughs) she like literally has started like sleeping in his bassinet and like sleeping in all of his toys and she we have like a closet right now that's filled with all of his stuff and she'll like open up the closet and go like play around in it but we've had this stuff for over a month in our house but now she knows but now she like knows it's coming yeah and so she'll like either be laying on me or be like trying to sleep in his bassinet like this is my territory she's like i am baby yeah (laughs) (laughs) don't take this away from me oh what about you what's your sister sister update oh yeah my sister sister time Um, which I'm going to do that every single time, is um, that I, for the first time, was able to pinpoint my ovulation. Woo-hoo. So um, I have been I, – I, how long has it been since I found out I have PCOS? Maybe a month and a half? Do you want to – I know that we've done entire podcasts about, like, motherhood and stuff now, but do you want to quickly explain what ovulation is? Yeah, totally. So um, once – usually once every 28 days, if you have a regular cycle, your egg will drop into your fallopian tube, I think, right? And you have two. Mm-hmm. So it alternates each month. Um, and then there's only a small period of time when that egg is there that it could be fertilized. So yeah. either sperm has to come into the fallopian fallopian tube I think Mm -hmm. um as that egg is dropping or sperm can live in the vagina for 24 hours Mm -hmm. no way longer than that five days five days five days um but it can be fertilized 24 hours hours. after you yes exactly so I in theory there's like a six-ish day period where it's possible for if you had sex in that period for the egg then to be ovulated or why am I talking in circles for the egg then to be fertilized whether that be that you had sex the sperm was in there and then the egg dropped or the egg dropped and then you had sex like either way um so it's a lot easier to get pregnant if you know when you're ovulating well and also you know that you ovulate yes so I feel like that was a big change this month of you knew when but also you know that it did happen right so I have not had my period for four months now Mm -hmm. and before that it was another three months so I basically have had one period in the past eight months um and so it had not I had no opportunity even though Stephen and I have been trying for like three months I had not had the actual opportunity to potentially get pregnant yet because there was no egg to be fertilized totally. um and so I had been tracking my I just started using the Ava bracelet which tracks your mostly your temperature but a few other factors and then I had been using ovulation test strips mm-hmm. um and then actually what I started doing that really pinpointed it for me with PCOS was tracking my cervical fluid and my cervical mucus which sounds so gross but it's like a totally normal thing and actually yeah. a really great way for anyone to pinpoint their ovulation mm-hmm. but especially if you have PCOS because sometimes ovulation test strips don't totally work yeah so based on those signs and then I did take an ovulation test and had a peak I was able to pinpoint that I ovulated this month mm-hmm. and then we were able to actually have a chance at getting pregnant by having sex at the right times 
Um, Which is so exciting. So, yeah, I think my OBGYN said that any given month, if you have sex in that window, the chances of getting pregnant are 30%, um, which is, like, pretty high. Yeah. Um, and well, I, I feel like 30% is, like, the baseline number. But yeah. then also taking into account, like, you're a woman in your early 20s. Right. You, like, live a healthy lifestyle. Right. I feel like it can kind of vary. And I feel like since you're on the younger side of the age spectrum for trying. Hopefully. You yeah you might have an even better chance it could be great and with pcos too the problem is getting your body to ovulate Mm -hmm. but once you actually ovulate your odds are just as good as everyone else's there's not like a problem with your eggs or um with your uterus or with your fallopian tubes or anything like that it's just getting your body to ovulate so um i'm hoping that the changes that i've made in my diet and my lifestyle and with this new medication can help me to even though it's it's unlikely that I would have gotten pregnant in this first cycle it takes a, even a normal healthy couple with no issues it can take them up to a year to get pregnant yeah um so I'm not like in the mindset of like oh my gosh I'm pregnant but it's just cool that there's a possibility yeah and also that I feel like the changes that I'm making in my life are actually showing a difference which is really yeah. cool that's so cool well it's so cool because you said it's been what three weeks since you've been with your dietitian and on the new medication Mm -hmm. and so it's just cool to see I mean who knows if this would have happened regardless but to me it's a very clear you weren't doing this and this wasn't happening you've made these changes and now it's like being reflected positively it's really cool so I'm excited I am four days post ovulation um, so I have I'm in the two week wait which means I basically there's a two week window between when you ovulate and when you will be able to show on a pregnancy test. Yeah. So this is my first like official two week wait. I had yeah. two other times when I thought I ovulated and it turns out I didn't. So I was I thought I was in my two week wait but I wasn't actually I didn't get a period. So yeah. and another thing that's great is if I'm not pregnant which I'm likely not um we ordered like literally six months ago stuff for me to do a video about testing different period products and they've just been sitting in the closet because I haven't had a period yeah so so if I get my period yeah then we get to do the video yeah so yeah that's I'm so happy for you sister sister time sister sister Um, so, uh, let's talk a little bit about our sponsor before we get into our gift exchange. So this video is sponsored by Cash App. We love Cash App. They have been such a great, um, partner for us to work with on the podcast and we absolutely love them. So Cash App is the number one finance app in the app store and Cash App is a free app that makes it super easy to instantly send money to your friends. So if maybe you're going to a concert, if you're going to have these on a Christmas gift, uh, and you need to pay someone for half of it, you don't want to carry cash around, you can just cash app them. It's super simple. We really love the app. And Cash App also comes with the Cash Card, a free debit card that comes with boosts, which are like instant rewards for shopping at the places that you already love. So you can get big discounts off your entire purchase at places like DoorDash, Whole Foods, Target, and way more. It is literally like having credit card perks, but packed in a free debit card. 
And one of the great things about our partnership with Cash App as well is that we're working together to support one of our favorite organizations, which is the Trevor Project. The Trevor Project is a fantastic organization that provides crisis intervention and support to LGBTQ plus youth. We really, really love the work that they do. Highly recommend checking them out. And when you sign up for Cash App and use the promo code UNFILTERED, not only will you receive $10, but Cash App is going to donate $10 to the Trevor Project. So you get $10, the Trevor Project gets $10, and all you have to do is use promo code UNFILTERED. Um, So yeah, make sure to check out Cash App. Uh, Download link in the description. Use code UNFILTERED. And uh, download it from the App Store today. Woo! Thank you, Cash App. Thank you, Cash App. All right. um, We'll hop back into it. Do we want to exchange gifts? Yes. I'm I'm nervous. I am so excited. (laughs) I love giving gifts. I love giving gifts, but I feel like receiving gifts is always like a nerve-wracking thing. I know. Especially when it's on video. I know. Especially I was thinking about it. You and Carly, because Carly gave me a gift earlier, are the only two people who I don't know what my gift is going to be from this year. Really? Because, like, my mom and Kyle just ask me what I want, and I'm like, here's a link to new kids. Here's oh. a link to this. And so I don't you don't. Know. I don't know what it's going to be. I'm so excited. Um, the possibilities are endless. Do you want to go first, or should I go first? Ooh. I'll go first at giving you. Okay. Okay. Cool. I'm excited. Okay. Here you go, oh my, my sweet gosh. angel Sierra. You're so good at wrapping. I just oh. put mine in a bag. Thank you very much. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. It says to Sierra from Skylar. How poetic. Wow. So original. Never been done before. <laughs> uh. Ooh, it's like good ASMR for the audio listeners. Ooh. <laughs> little oh, rip, little rip. My gosh, is this Hades Town on vinyl? Yeah. <gasps> and it's like the limited edition, so it has the libretto and it's like a red oh vinyl. Oh my gosh. Hello. I have Oh my thank you. <laughs> I have my um record player in the living room and my favorite thing to do is just put a record on and listen to it all the way through while I like cook or clean. Aww. And oh my Skylar and I also we have backstory with this kind of stuff. We used to go to like garage sales and thrift stores together and thrift old cast albums of Broadway musicals. I know, and we saw Hades Town together this year, and I felt like it was one of like the best parts of my year. So, oh my god, I thought how fun to the world we dream about. <laughs> oh my gosh, it has like pictures in it. <laughs> Low standards. That's it has so pictures. cool. this i am so excited oh i'm so happy dude this is like four records it's a long album (laughs) (laughs) i'm so excited this is like the best i figure you can like cuddle up by the fire and play your record sing along You and your you and your Orpheus. Now mine's gonna <laughs> suck. This is like the oh, best gift ever. I should have gone first. Oh, you know, you only like did a surprise video for me last week. You took us to the spa a couple weeks ago. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like I'm constantly getting gifts from you. Just even you your are presence. A gift. Your presence in my life is a gift. So I got this is from both Steven and I. Because I had something very specific that I wanted to get you that I literally have known I wanted to get you for, like, a year. Okay. Um, 
And so this is from Stephen and I. And then this is for your baby. But okay. he his little tiny hands are still inside your belly, so I'm going to need you to open it for him. <laughs> okay. So here's the problem. I'm a dedicated vlog viewer. Did you watch the vlog? So I think I know what this is. But I'm really excited. Okay. Go okay. ahead. You know what Let it is. Let me see. Yay, it is! It's like a little mini deer of enhanced shirt. Yeah. I like that. What? Oh, you're pointing to the playbill? I was yeah. Like, I was like, what's up I there? have my dear Evan Hansen playbill Aww, right there. Aw, so sweet. It's 12 to 18 months, so I know he okay. probably won't be able to wear it for a while. I feel like he's going to be a big boy. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I just, Aww. I saw that. I was going to get him, like, a little button-up, because I know Kyle always wears button-ups. I love it. Oh, I love that we both got each other Broadway gifts. I know. That's so cute. Okay. Aww, and I can, then... like, lay it over my stomach, so it's like he's fall-wearing Wow. You're welcome, baby <laughs> people. Okay. Oh, thank you so much, Cease. Oh. I love your gift wrapping. It's Thanks. so fun. It's from TJ Maxx. We stand. We stand. <gasps> Shut up! Oh my gosh. Sorry, audio listeners. I'm so excited. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Sierra got me the Philips Hue set. That's so fun. Oh my gosh. Thank you so You're much. Welcome. And I can put this into like all the fixtures in our new house. That's what I thought. Oh, I have the Philips Hue app for your guys' house. And like whenever I'm in the office by myself, I'll like adjust it to whatever temperatures I like. Skylar used to be oh, a lighting that designer. Is so sweet. And when we got Philips Hue, she was like obsessed with it. And so I knew ever since then I was like, I'm gonna get Skylar Phillips Hue. That is so sweet. Sierra. <laughs> I'm like, let's get each other gifts every, every day. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the two extremes. I'm so excited oh. about my cast album. Thank you so much. This is so fun. And it's the white in color one. Yeah, I know oh. you like white. That'll be good too because I can even I can put it in our bedroom and I feel like it'll be nice for when I'm breastfeeding. Like I might even just be able to turn it on to like a deep blue mm-hmm. or something. That way it's not like I'm turning on all the lights. But there's still, like, some light that I'm not just, like, fumbling around in the dark with a baby. Yeah, Stephen and I really like it because it's, like, we will we have, like, different modes that we'll set it on of, like, because you can do presets. So we have, like, four presets in our room so that's, like, sweet. morning, night, like, going to bed, and then we have mood lighting. Also, didn't we say we had, like, a $25 budget That's why I said it's from me and Stephen. Because <laughs> I would know for mine, too. Okay. And Kyle was, like... Stephen was so mad at me. Stephen was, like, this is so rude. Like, you can't do this. He was, like, Same. you need to stress that it's from both of us because it's super rude to go over budget. I, I'm really glad that we're both... I know, Because right? Kyle gave me a hard time, and I was, like... But literally, like, this is what I want to get her. Like, That's how I, I felt, too. Because I feel like I didn't want to get you something that, like, would be funny, but then you wouldn't use. Like, yeah. I feel like you'll actually, oh, I will like, use that, listen like, to that. Every day. Oh, oh my god! I'm so glad we both <laughs> did that. Thank you so much. So, Steven and Kyle, wow. we showed you. Best gift exchange ever. Oh, I'm going to start, like, not sending things to my family members when they ask what to get me. Because I feel like it's so fun to be surprised. You're a fun person to gift, too. Because I feel like I know you so well. I, I hopefully know, like, the kind of things that you'll use. And I know, like, the kind of gifts that you like. I mean, you literally got me a baby Dear Evan Hansen shirt <laughs> and, like, a lighting design kit for my home. Hey, the shirt's not for you. I mean, <laughs> I can try and fit in it. We'll see, we'll see. <laughs> 
Oh I gosh, feel like a wait. lot of my shirts have been like Winnie the Pooh shirts recently, which is like why I call them when they're like, <laughs> like they used to fit regular length. Yeah. But now because my belly's so big, they're just like, they still fit, but That's then so they're just cute. so short. I want to get Kyle a Dear Evan Hansen shirt and then they can twin. And they can twin. That'd be so cute. My cheeks hurt Aww. from smiling because that was Aww. really cute. I feel like my face is so red this podcast because I'm kind of hot and then also like smiling a lot. <laughs> kind of hot like temperature wise. Not like I'm hot. She's hot. I mean, I am wearing my Sierra Unfiltered hoodie. Yeah. So get yours. Get yours.com. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, so we did our gift exchange. Now we're going to talk about, like, traditions that we love and traditions that we hate for Christmas. But okay. first, kind of walk me through, like, a quick couple-minute summary. What is Christmas like for you? Like, what do you do? So I think this is kind of interesting. Okay. I saw a comment on the – I think it was the vlog the other day or something. Okay. That they didn't use the word heathen. But they basically were saying, like, why does Skylar have a Christmas tree up in her house? Like, I thought she was a heathen. <laughs> and so, I'm going to start referring to you as my favorite heathen. I don't even know the def- definition of a yeah. heathen. Isn't it? I, I thought heathens were kind of like Satanists. I th- Am I offending the heathen? There's community? a different word that means like, like non believer. I feel like my mom called me a heathen a lot growing up. Yeah, I feel like my mom would say that as a joke when I'd wear like a low cut shirt. Yeah, or like if I like didn't want to go to church, it's like wow, <laughs> okay. look at the heathen. heathen. <laughs> Not sure what it actually means. Um, but for me, Christmas is kind of like Easter in that. For, like I I'm not Christian so I don't like go to church I don't pray but for me it's more of like an opportunity to just spend time with family and friends and like really like look back at the year and be appreciative of everyone um and I feel like a lot of things that are associated to Christmas are not Christ related mm-hmm. like having a fire in your fireplace like drinking hot chocolate like looking at pretty lights yeah. like I don't think that and I, I feel like that's, I mean, that's a whole argument of, like, people are taking the Christ out of Christmas, which I think is, like, a valid argument. If yeah. it was, like, if it is a religious holiday for people who don't celebrate that religion to to celebrate, like, the consumer aspect of it. I but like also like, Christmas has more pagan roots than it does, like, religious roots. Yeah. Like, having a Christmas tree is not like a thing in the Bible. Like yeah. that was a pagan ritual. Totally. And like, Santa's not in the Bible. Santa is like non-theistic. <laughs> um, Santa is agnostic. Um, but like but, I think I think it's kind of ridiculous to say that Christmas is a religious thing mm-hmm. because it can be or it can't be. My well, little December 25th is well, it's not Jesus' no, birthday, No, Jesus' right? birthday, I think, historically is considered to be in, like, July. Okay. Because I remember but we celebrate, growing up, yeah. it was, like, it's Jesus' birthday. Yes. So we and celebrate then, the 25th as the birth of Jesus. And then Easter gotcha. is celebrated as Jesus rising. Yeah, his resurrection. Gotcha. Yeah, so for me, I feel like it's all about, like, family yeah. and friends and, like, just, I don't know, I feel like, not to be the most millennial ever but like one of my if not my primary love language is like gift giving and so I feel like it's really fun to sit down and think about like what the people who are most important to me like really need or would want that like they wouldn't buy for themselves yeah 
Um, but yeah, what about for you? Well, and what a fun note to end the year on too, because I it's know. at the end of the year. Like I feel like it just leaves me with all the warm fuzzies. Well, and also I I do like lighting so much. Like yeah. I would say probably the well, no, I really I there's a certain company that I really like doing theater shows with, but probably one of the only things that I really missed about doing lighting design this year is I would help out for I, I was the associate lighting designer for like one of the biggest theme parks in California for their holiday event every year and it was always just so magical seeing the park go from like spooky Halloween like skeletons to like we're in a magical forest of like candy cane trees <laughs> I felt like Buddy the Elf every year like yeah. driving my little car through the theme park and That's so cute but yeah, what about for you? Um, so for me, Christmas definitely has a religious aspect because yeah. I'm religious. My family's religious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like for me a time to like celebrate that like the savior that I believe in and that I give my life to was born. Yeah. Um, even though he was actually likely born in July, but it's fine. Um, <laughs> it's also just to me such a good time to spend with family like I love that everyone most people not everyone I should say but most people in my family have Christmas Eve and Christmas Day off Mm -hmm. and it's just like a fun I also love the cold yeah so I love the idea of cozying up Mm -hmm. inside I love just like so every year I I would always be the one to wake everyone up (laughs) so like you would I know right (laughs) so my parents would say like okay Sierra like don't set an alarm but like if you wake up you cannot wake anyone up until like 6 a.m or 7 a.m or whatever it was that year little brother (laughs) and so so I would sit in my room I would wake up at like 4 a.m without an alarm and then just sit there and like wait and wait and wait and wait and then when the clock turned I would like it's Christmas and like jump on my brother's bed and like wake my parents up we do stockings and then um, my my mom and dad would always make breakfast and then we'd do gifts and then my cousins would always come into town in the evening or they'd come in like the day before, the day after. So for me, it was just like such like a, I feel like a warm time is what yeah. I would say. I just love it. And I also well, love giving gifts. Well, and I feel like Christmas is one of the only days in the year that you're guaranteed is kind of like your wedding day yeah. of I feel like they're all the time I'll be like isn't it crazy that every day has the same amount of hours (laughs) because I feel like on special days it's like my wedding I mean it felt like it went by super fast but in reality like it was a long day and so I feel like Christmas is the same way of I feel like it's such a day filled with activities yeah but yeah I love that's it so fun so what are some of your favorite Christmas traditions okay I wrote them like, down go back and forth I think sure. you have more than me okay but um so I'll do a few of mine are just like quick ones so I'll just zoom at the beginning I love caroling and fireplaces so I think that caroling is like the best tradition because like I one year I think two years actually Skylar and I went caroling with our big group of theater friends yeah and it was so fun like Mm -hmm. so much fun we went and knocked on people's houses that we knew and people that we didn't know and we just sang and I love when Christmas carols carolers like come to anyone else's house and I'm there like it's just such like a fun magical thing and I love Christmas music um I just love like sitting by the fire I and my parents have this awesome like old stone fireplace in their house yeah and oh it's just one of my favorite things that we would like when I was little and now just like sit by the fire and like talk or like when I was little my dad used to like read us a different Christmas story every night and like it was my favorite thing um and 
I think those are my two like quick ones. So yeah, if you want to do one. Ooh, do I have any quick ones? You can do a longer one because like okay. I, I have more. Um. Well, a quick one is every year we do stockings for the cats, which Aww. I feel like is always just really fun because I feel like. But this year I changed it up. So usually I do because Target always comes out with like holiday themed cat toys. So in the past I've filled up their stockings with like Santas and like gingerbread man and and all sorts of like holiday themed things. But this year I kind of I feel bad because I feel like Toothless gets excluded from a lot of things in my life. (laughs) Like I feel like Olive demands so much attention and Toothless is just kind of like uh it's just kind of like a fly on the wall sometimes and he doesn't like any toys olive like loves toys but he does love this one specific banana that's like filled with catnip (laughs) like it's literally like the banana is now brown because he like rubs on it and like drools on it so much like he he loves these bananas and kyle's been getting them for him for forever and so i decided to order two love like the same things from that company so i did like a rainbow for olive and a banana for toothless but the problem is is i put them in their little stockings because i used to always put their toys in the stockings and then just leave them and then on christmas i'd like bring them down but the problem is they smell so heavily of catnip that toothless has been trying to get it down (laughs) so i now had to hide them (laughs) in the cabinet because i'm very nervous that we're going to be out of town and toothless is gonna like break in pull them down and the garland will come tumbling it'll just be a whole mess that's so funny but yeah what about you um so one of my favorite things like i said i love white elephant in my family this started i think three years ago so we have this thing every year with white elephant that is the quail so the story of the quail is three years ago my cousin carter realized on christmas eve that he did not have a present for my brother Mm -hmm. and so he and my mom went to the only place that was open um near where we live and that was world market but carter's budget was like i think like 10 15 dollars so he was just going through this like sale bin and he found these like decorative quail like Mm -hmm. a little decorative quail that has like actual feathers on it but it looks kind of taxidermy. Like, it's yes. not like a white, like, no. sculptural. Like, it's like a feathered Yeah, it looks creature. like a quail. And so then he gave those to my brother. And then the next year at, at Christmas at White Elephant. No, it was that same night. We did White Elephant. Yeah. And Jordan put the quail in. And then, so now every time we do White Elephant, someone has to, like, try to give like whoever gets stuck with the quail is just like stuck with them and it's so funny because it's last year my parents ended up with them and they've been trying to get everyone else to get them all the time it's gone back and forth like eight times just this year Carly and I went over to my parents house to get my like box of Halloween stuff for my Halloween videos this year and Carly was like oh hey I'm like taking all the costumes out and like your your mom said that like you needed these and it was the quail (laughs) and then like on thanksgiving my mom was cooking and like she had an extra pan set out that she wasn't using that had like a lid and i put the quail in there and then closed the lid oh that is terrifying (laughs) it was so funny that's so so it's just one of those dumb things i love white elephant we always do funny stuff i just love the quail big quail fan i love that (laughs) 
I feel like one of my favorite things is my stepdad is obsessed with trains. Like, literally the most train-obsessed person I've ever met in my life. And every year, he puts out one of his trains, like, all around their front yard. And then he, like, has, like, train blow-ups and train whatever. But to see, like, all the little kids, like, that will come up and be like, oh, I love the choo-choo. Because it's, like, a thing. Like, every year, he puts out his train. And so I feel like it's always so fun to just see... I don't know. He, like, takes such pride in it. I feel like every, like, 30 minutes, he, like, goes outside to, like, check on the train. That's so cute. And so so he'll have, like, multiple trains running in the house. And I don't know. It's always just fun to, like, pull up to their house and see all the trains. And Yeah. I don't know. I love that. What about you? Um, One of my favorite things is, so like I said, my cousins on my mom's side will always either come down, like, on Christmas or, like, the day before, the day after, or we'll go up there. Yeah. And we... We play a lot of games. And, like, I don't mean just, like, oh, let's play a board game here and there. Like, we play games. That's yeah. what we do. So, like, now we'll play, like, Quiplash or, um, like, different different games like that. But when we were, I'd say, like, young kids to, like, late teens, like, it was probably a 10-year stretch, we played Survivor, Amazing Race, and Iron Chef America. And we played hard. Like, when we played Survivor, it would Wait, be like... how do you play those things? So, all day the day before, my mom, my dad, my aunts, and my uncles would plan Survivor. So, they'd be like, okay, here are the tribes. Like, this is the immunity challenge. This is, like, the That's reward so challenge. Fun. This is the hidden immunity idol. And then we'd play for, like, three hours on Christmas Day of, like... One, like, we'd do, like, a food challenge where we had to, like, eat something gross. And then, like, we'd have to play basketball and all this stuff and... It was, it's just one of those things that was so funny. We did Amazing Race, I think, four years where, again, my aunts and uncles would plan it and they'd put us in teams to try to, like, even it out. So, like, at the time, my little brother was, like, eight. So he would be with, like, my older cousin who was, like, yeah. really athletic. And then we would have all these different challenges that we had to do and we'd be, like, running around and it was so fun. Iron Chef America, we didn't play as often because my parents were not in on that one. (laughs) That was like, they would plan Amazing Race and Survivor, but Iron Chef America, they were like, you guys can go in the kitchen and like cook stuff, but like, we're not going to be part of this. Like, this is you. So we'd cook these like weird concoctions of like graham cracker with peanut butter and marshmallows and it looks like a little snowman wearing a hat and like all this stuff. That's so fun. So that was that was always fun. And recently, our new favorite thing, our new favorite game that we play with my cousins is called Cards Against the Family. Did I tell you about this? You did tell me about this. Cards Against the Family is our own version of Cards Against Humanity with all homemade cards that are all inside jokes. That's such a good idea. So, for example, the, like, question card would be, like, grandma's aarp life expectancy went 10 down 10 years due to blank and then the cards would be like my cousin's uh, my cousin's obsession with alcohol my other cousin's horrible driving like uh all these other things like yeah you know my mom and my aunt like messing up thanksgiving dinner like all these just random inside jokes and those weren't even inside jokes but like it was it's just so funny and like we laughed so hard we also used to play a lot of dungeons and dragons which was really fun (laughs) that's so fun i love that you guys are so creative with your games yeah well and i feel like that too 
comes from you being in like a big family for sure and having cousins that were around your age and siblings that were around your age there was let's see eight of us on my mom's side that were the youngest and the oldest I think their age difference was seven years that's crazy so there was like eight kids within seven years of each other so we were all really close and we all had so much fun together and we still have so much fun together yeah there's no one near my age in my family really yeah because my mom had me my mom's the oldest of all of her siblings and my dad is also the oldest like my biological dad and um they my mom had me on her 22nd birthday so her sisters waited a while but also were younger so all of my cousins like my sister is the person who's closest in age to me and my sister's in high school yeah and so everyone else is in like elementary school and so it's fun now because I feel like I have like all these little cousins running around that are all each other's age but there was like it was just me and the adults for a long time (laughs) did you like that or did you wish that you had cousins your age um, I think I liked it, but also I, I don't know because I don't know any different, you know? Like, I feel right. like even growing up, like, all of my mom's friends, she only has one friend who had a kid, like, around the same age as me. Yeah. And so growing up, it was always just, like, me, my mom, and a bunch of adults. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Um, let's see. Ooh, one of my things is... I feel like this isn't even, like, a tradition necessarily. I feel like it's just, like, a way of doing the holidays. I have heard, I've heard a tale of people who just let everyone open their presents at the same time. What? On Christmas. Like, sitting down as a family and being like, okay, like, everyone open your presents. And I just am flabbergasted by that. Yeah. Like, I feel like in my family it was very much, like, you go around and, like, you open one present at a time. Yeah. But my mom, like, the tradition that I loved with that was since growing up, all of our presents were just from, like, mom and dad. My mom always tried to be, like, punny with who they oh, were from. Funny. So, like, if we were getting a new pair of shoes, it would be, like, from, like, your stinky feet. Or from, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and it was so dumb. And I feel like as kids, we, like, eye rolled over it. But it's, like... I just feel like those little touches of, like, creativity and, like, jokes make it so much more fun. Because if every yeah. present's just labeled, like, from mom, mom and dad, yeah. then it's, like, not anything. That's so cute. But Steven does that with our dogs. Oh. Like, I guess hit, that was a thing in his family is, like, you know, every other present would be, like, from mom, from dad. And then it would be, like, from Bella, from Bruiser, whatever. Yeah. And I, that was not a thing in my family. And so Steven mm-hmm. does that every year. It'll be, like, oh, like this next present is from bella and this one's from bruiser this one's from me but this one's from the dogs that's how i like got away with getting kyle more than one gift this year (laughs) because we said we were like only gonna do one gift and i was like oh but like this is from the baby and like i think i'm giving him one from the baby and one from toothless and then one from me because i was only supposed to get him one so (laughs) nothing from olive nothing from olive (laughs) because she can't participate in the gift that he's getting oh. from them. Oh. From Toothless. Okay. So, Olive's <laughs> excluded this year. Not invited. <laughs> um, one of my favorite traditions is, um, we don't really do this anymore since all the kids in my family are grown, but when we were younger, because it was me and my two siblings, um, usually we would each get like one or two gifts from my parents. 
and then there would be like a group gift that was like something intended for all of us to play with together that's really fun that would always be the last gift and it wouldn't be wrapped under the tree because my dad thought it was really funny that like do you remember in toy story when it's like oh all the gifts are done and then they're like dad's pulling a surprise present from the closet and then it's buzz lightyear and my dad always thinks that's so funny so every year it's like oh well not anymore but back then it would be like oh all the presents are gone from under the tree i guess that's christmas <gasps> mom's pulling a surprise present from the closet Aww. um so like one year it was like dance dance revolution when like that was a thing with the mats or that's like so fun. a little basketball hoop game from downstairs or like something that was intended for all of us to play with together mm. and so i always loved that it was always that moment of like is that oh. everything <laughs> except for the year when it like finally was Stopped. everything yeah. and you're like no like the jig is up yeah. like what's our gift present? yeah where is it <laughs> what's our gift present what's our group <laughs> um and then i think my last like tradition that i love is i know that these are everywhere but san diego specifically if you live here here's some hot tips there's christmas card lane and candy card lane which are just these neighborhoods that are like entirely decked out in christmas lights it's nuts and on is it christmas card lane they have like cutouts in each one and each one's supposed to be like a postage yeah like a different christmas card from like a movie or something like that so it'll be like the incredibles or elf or whatever and it's just so fun to see I feel like it's so fun to see what everyone does with it but also it's so cool because pretty much every house in those neighborhoods goes hard yeah and I feel like it's fun to see like the sense of community yeah and competition and competition (laughs) (laughs) no I love those I haven't gone to those this year I know this is the first year that we haven't gone to them even like when we lived up in LA we would always make a point to come down and go do it but this year it's just too wild. I think fair for you guys. <laughs> I think fair for you guys too. Um, my last one is actually I saw. This is on Skylar's traditions that she hates. And it was on my traditions that I love. And that is Christmas Eve pajamas. Drama. I love Christmas Eve pajamas. Every year my mom says, oh, everyone gets to open one present. I'm going to pass them out. And it's always yeah. the pajamas. And we don't do like themed so we don't do like christmas it's like that's where the discrepancy comes in okay because you're saying you just do regular pajamas everyone has pajamas that are themed to their like personality so like steven got like nasa ones that said like i need space (laughs) and like my little brother got like anchorman ones and i got like princess ones and like my dad just got normal plaid and my mom got wow like, your poor dad that's so sad i mean that's all he would want to wear i mean same one year but... we got him like grinch pajamas and he's like i would have rather just had plaid i won't wear these so we Aww. just get him plaid now big time one but like <laughs> but like everyone gets their pajamas and then we all wear them to bed and yeah. in the morning I think that's so much fun. So what so, do you – so you don't like the themed Christmas So ones. I don't like the fact that every Christmas – I mean, Mom, I know you're listening. Very grateful for any present. But every year on Christmas Eve, my mom gives us Christmas-themed pajamas. Right. But if she had given them to us on, like, Thanksgiving, then I could have worn them all month. Because the issue is – I wear them that night, and then I don't want to wear Christmas pajamas after Christmas. So here's the thing. There have been a couple years where my pajamas were Christmas-themed, but I just wear them all year. 
like I have a pair of like winter snowflake pajama pants in my pajama drawer that I literally wore like two nights ago. That is so well, but see now we're in the season. Yeah, but, but you're I, saying you wear okay. them like in summer. Yeah, I I also will wear them in April and July, and I just I only have like four pairs of pajama pants that see, I see. I feel like that's another like weird personality thing with me of like I just I don't know I like everything in my life to be very like simple, and so I don't think I have any pattern pajamas, or yeah. if I do, it's like I think I have one pair of like polka dot pajamas, okay. or like maybe like a small striped pair. What do you wear to bed? Well, lately just naked. <laughs> that's like a, that's preg- a hot take. That's a new pregnancy thing. Okay. But um yeah, no, just like I, I think back in the day I used to wear like yoga pants okay. and like a big t shirt and then I like ditched the yoga pants and so now I'll do or before I would do like little booty shorts and like a t shirt or okay. something. And then now it's just commando <laughs> just all full body off. commando because sleeping when you're pregnant is very hard yeah so. how does that work you can't lay on your stomach <laughs> well i have a pregnancy pillow but then sometimes i'm like a very very clingy person yeah. and so i don't like it because then there's like a barrier between kyle and i and so sometimes i'll be like in so much pain kyle will be like i am grabbing your pregnancy pillow i'm sorry we're not cuddling for the rest of the night like it's 3 a.m and you keep tossing and turning like this put it up just whatever it's so funny um but yeah pregnancy pillows are a lifesaver in pregnancy (laughs) um but traditions we hate okay wait you hate holiday movies i'm sorry i guess i'll go first on that i like (laughs) the grinch and elf and rent if you consider it a holiday movie which i do but i don't want to see like fred claus 7 return of bill i don't want to see the santa claus 32 like i don't want to see the hallmark movies that are like holly reindeer comes home for christmas like i just i i don't need a bunch of like i i hate the idea of like on christmas watching some crappy movie just because it's a christmas movie elf and the grinch are good movies okay which version of the grinch both okay either I prefer the, the like, 30-minute animated one, but, like, I'll watch the live-action uh, That is so funny. One. What a weird thing. I just, I, I think that a lot of crappy movies get a pass because it's a Christmas movie, but, like, it's wow. still a crappy movie. I'd rather watch a good movie that's not yeah. holiday thing. See, like I, think, holiday movies? I think the difference is since I didn't grow up with people around my age i grew up in a very movie oriented household like my stepdad is the biggest movie buff i've ever met in my life and so it's like every year we watch these movies okay so what movies do you watch um christmas vacation is like a huge one never seen it you've never seen christmas you made a reference yesterday and i was like (laughs) Uh uh-huh wow like that's just like christmas vacation well i'm not even gonna list anymore go ahead go ahead i've probably i've seen all the santa claus movies um what like a Christmas story? Have you seen a Christmas story? I know what it is, but I've never seen it. Oh my god. I think gosh. it's been on the background at like a relative's house. But see, I know while the, you like, while you were like out. playing Survivor on Christmas. <laughs> I was like Christmas watching story. Christmas movies. What else? Um, I don't know. There's so many good ones. I like can't even I'm I'm trying to think. Like all the Charlie Brown Christmas movie. Like there are just so many good. Ugh. 
But I guess you also, I feel like you, if you're sitting down to watch something, it's like you have to be taken away from like playing games or like doing other activities. Yeah. Whereas I love just like sitting on the couch, some vegan eggnog, like hanging out. Okay. All right. What's your, (laughs) what's your tradition that you hate? Um, well, we talked about getting Christmas pajamas the night before. Ooh, okay. So, children of divorced families will feel me on this one. Having to see everyone on Christmas. I would say, I I mean, there were probably moments of Christmas that I liked growing up, but I would say almost every Christmas was, like, ruined by the fact that I had to go to, like, four different grandma's houses and, like, both of my parents' houses. And, like, I just had to go to so many places. And oftentimes it's like you're seeing the same people. It's just a different house. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Of I feel like because I would do, like, Christmas Eve evening with my mom. And then Christmas morning I would, like, go up to my dad's. And then I would go to this grandma's house. And then I would go to this grandma's house. And then also my parents didn't get along super well. So it was always, like texting back and forth of like well I don't want to leave to drive you to this grandma's house so like if they want you they have to come pick you up and then them being like well I don't want to come pick you up they should drive you and me being like guys I just want to stay here yeah. I just want to go home like I'm I sorry don't. it's okay but I feel like I feel like that goes for a lot of different families but I feel like especially kids of like divorced parents and especially kids of divorced parents whose parents aren't like buddy buddy yeah it's like a lot of like weird coordination yeah so that's a tradition i hate i feel like now kyle and i make the active decision of like this year we're only going to my mom's house yeah which is crazy that's the first year i've ever just been to my mom's house because it's like it'll be good i think you'll especially being pregnant oh yeah i think you'll really enjoy it and then next christmas when baby's here it's like everyone has to come to you. Like I know. you choose where you go and people can go there. Which is so nice. Well, and it's our first year in San Diego too. Because yeah. in years past, well, obviously when I was growing up, I lived in San Diego. But for the last couple of years, Kyle and I would have to like drive down, stay overnight at my parents' house, like deal with our cats. And like last year, we literally brought our hamster down because I was like so nervous about leaving her for a couple days. And like our cats are more self-sufficient. But it'll be so nice to just sleep and then wake up and drive 30 minutes and then you're there. be there. Yeah. That um, kind of goes into mine that I hate. I hate traveling as well yeah. for Christmas. And I think my main thing is when I was young, it was like we would do Christmas morning and then we'd spend at least like an hour or two driving to someone's house. Yeah. Um, and then driving to someone else's house. And so it was like three different places. And for me... I would rather see those people on, like, Christmas Eve, day after Christmas, day after that. Or, like, we all pick one place to go instead of just going everywhere. And then doing Christmas morning there, too. Well, especially when everyone's on good terms with each other. Like, I understand if there's, like, more complicated situations. But if it's, like... Like, even this year. It's like, yeah, of course my mother-in-law is invited to Christmas brunch at my mom's house. Right. Of course. Easy. Yeah. Done. We don't have to, like, go over to her house separately. It's like, why don't you just come here? And yeah. then we can all be together, and it's easy and simple. And also, I feel like every meal becomes, like, a different person's house. And yeah. I feel like that's unnecessary. Well, and I think, I for me, I'm like, 
I don't need my Christmas to be a huge hubbub. Yeah. I'm fine with it just being like me and my family hanging out and playing games, whether that be like just me and my brothers and my parents or like also all my cousins or also my grandparents. Like I don't mind and I don't mind if we're at my parents' house or my house or my cousin's house, but I just want to pick one place and stay there. Yeah. (laughs) And it doesn't have to be a big thing. It doesn't have to be like a fancy meal and all these things planned out. We can just hang totally. out and and have fun with our new gadgets. Yeah. No, I agree. <laughs> My last thing that I hate is I hate feeling obligated to give gifts. So I feel like this needs a little clarification of I love giving gifts no. when it's like a very specific gift for that person. Right. But the issue is like so two years ago Kyle and I did a cat calendar for everyone and not like a cat calendar from the store like we dressed up our cats it was and like hysterical we had like props like for we, every month it was like June was like them in like ice cream outfits and then yeah. like Halloween was like them in like pumpkin outfits it was funny yeah like we literally ordered like 24 costumes and like did little sets and it was a whole thing and then last year we did the same thing with our hamster which was like also a hoot because everything was just like so miniature and it fun hysterical. and also we could just make the background like paper from Hobby Lobby or Michael's because she was like so small that like that worked um but this year we aren't doing that because we already did our cats and we already did our hamster and I like don't want to do it with like my pregnant belly or like <laughs> Kyle or something and so I this year I was talking to Kyle and I was like do we like get everyone gift cards like what's something that I get like my aunts and my uncles and everyone to where it feels like everyone's getting the same equal like I thought of you gift but not like a whole thought out like I'm spending 40 50 dollars on you yeah and so I feel like it's a weird obligation of like I feel like if you have to get someone a gift card then it's just it's just like giving someone money for no reason. Well, and I think there's a lot of like gifting where it's obligated. And I think it's it's when that person doesn't know you or you don't know that person that well. Yeah. And then at that point, it's like you're either going to give them a gift card or like you, don't, you get them something that like you don't really know if they're going to like because you don't know them that well. Yeah. Like if I'm gifting you something, I know you so well. If I'm gifting my parents, my brothers. Yeah. If I'm gifting like my third cousin. Yeah. Like. I don't know you that well so like I don't know what you're gonna like well and I feel like the the hard thing that comes into play is that for both of us we're still the kids of our family right because like neither us nor our siblings have had kids yet so I'm not like aunt or uncle no or yeah, I guess either. I wouldn't be uncle to anyone <laughs> you don't I mean, have whatever nieces or floats nephews. your boat um and like I don't Yes, I'm I'm still considered. I'm grouped in with all of these kids, but I'm also an adult who like makes my own money. Yeah. So it's a weird thing because like my aunts will get me a present. And so I feel like as from adult to adult, I should be getting them a present, but like obviously none of my other cousins are. Right. If that makes sense. Right. So it's like a weird transitional time of obviously once my siblings have kids, I'll like spoil the crap out of their kids right. because I will be the aunt giving down. Yes. But it's a weird time right now where I'm an adult and so, but these people are so used to getting me gifts and it's so nice that they do and I don't know. Yeah. It's just no, this I weird feel obligation. That. And I feel like there's this idea that like 
you can't talk to someone beforehand if they're getting about if you're getting them a gift like even you and I like five or six podcast episodes ago being like so like let's just talk about this now like are we getting each other gifts yeah like we've never done that before and it was always that weird it was so nice like I and but honestly if it weren't for the podcast we probably wouldn't have had that conversation no and And then it would have just been one of us got the other one a candle and the other one was like oh yeah your presence in the car yeah no absolutely and so I just feel like there is a weird obligation and then if it's and I don't know it's also weird because like being an adult like my grandparents will still get me gifts like they aren't the kind of gifts I got when I was younger yeah but like they'll still get me something but it just feels weird not to get them anything okay I feel like I'm at that weird age where it's like I should get both of my grandparents a gift because they get me a gift but also like my parents get them a gift and that always was like from our family but also Stephen and I are now our own family unit and like I don't know what my grandma would want like she she just gives us a check every year so it's like should I just write her a check back and like but then it's like a weird exchange of then you don't know how much she's giving you and then it's like is it just gonna balance each other out like I don't know that's why we started doing secret Santa with my cousins because my it was when I was maybe nine or ten my mom and my aunt were like on the phone like okay like how how much is the gift card that like you're getting my kids because I'll do the same and then they were like this is dumb we're just like canceling out the gift cards and it's only gift cards like let's just do secret santa everyone buys one gift and it's been so nice because then you can really like folk and we do a 40 dollar limit too which is that'll be so or or that will be so nice i'm thinking about like in future years when my cousins are like old enough to do that that'll be so nice i'm sure we'll start doing that when you were a kid like really little let's say like seven or eight Mm -hmm. did your parents give you money to buy like gifts for the other like for them or like did you save your allowance or did you not get them gifts I think I just did like handmade gifts because I was the only kid right when I was yeah up until I was like probably nine I guess I would be yeah like nine or ten when my sister was born right and so up until then I literally had zero cousins right zero anything so So it was just like Yeah, well, and then all the adults would, like, get me gifts because I was, like, their only grandchild and their only everything. And then also coming from, like, a divorced family, it's, like, you. it was a weird thing of, like, I got two stockings, Mm. but then, like, the stockings always had very different contents. (laughs) And so it was an interesting thing of, like, how funny that like this santa's like definitely more generous than this santa (laughs) like i don't know but but yeah i i don't think my parents ever like gave me money to get people gifts my parents did that until i was probably 13 or probably even older probably 14 or 15 when i had like a job oh that's so they would be like okay you get ten dollars per person that you're buying a gift for so like buy a gift for your dad like my mom would give me the money and be like buy a gift for your dad for your older brother for your younger brother and then like my dad would be like and here's twenty dollars to get your mom a gift and then they would like take me to go shopping and pick it out oh I love that so I really like that and they still do the same thing with Austin because Austin doesn't have a job so I'm pretty sure they give him like money allocated to buy someone else a gift so it was funny though that transition of like now I have a job and now it's like it was also cool though because it was like now it's up to me how much I spend yeah because then it was like back then it was like 
I have ten dollars or I have twenty dollars. But you're like, I'm also like a broke sixteen year old working part time. Right. So like, I'll take that ten dollars. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. One of you talked about the different Santas with the different stockings. Yeah. One of the things that made me think of, I remember when I was a kid and I was growing up. In my family, Santa did your stocking and that's it and the rest of the presents were from mom and dad there was no presents under the tree from santa and my neighbors are best friends like every present was from santa and maybe like one or two from mom and dad but like all the presents under the tree all the stockings and i remember like being like five or six and talking with my neighbors and then being like santa got me this lego set and this and this and i'm like Santa got me some chocolate and underwear. <laughs> like, dude, Santa hates me. And I asked my mom, I was like, why did Santa get them so much stuff and not me? And my mom, man, she thinks on the spot. She was like, Santa likes to make everything equal. So whatever your parents are getting you, then Santa like fills in the rest. That's really smart. I know. So I was like, wow. So she was like, so because we we get you guys more gifts. So like santa doesn't have to get you guys that much but then like for them like like their parents only give them a few gifts so santa fills it in that's so freaking smart i know right wow i'm gonna tell my baby that i thought that was brilliant that's so smart i'm literally yeah cataloging that in my brain if that's such a great response that worked out until the tooth fairy gave me a single golden dollar and my neighbor a 20 dollar bill (laughs) and i was like you're like how is this even this is not how that works oh my gosh yeah I feel like Santa is always such an interesting thing. Are you guys going to do sure. Santa with a uh, baby? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it's like a fun thing. I mean, I don't know what capacity we'll do it in. I feel like we have a couple of years to figure it out. Yeah, like next sure. year, we'll definitely do like a stocking for him. Well, it'll be fun because he'll be 11 months That's around so Christmas time. Fun. Oh my and so I feel like he'll be like starting to comprehend things. Yeah. Um, but I feel like we have a couple more years until he like realizes like, this is Santa. Santa does this, that, and the other. I'm pretty sure, Kyle, you can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong. Pretty sure Kyle's parents told him Santa wasn't real, like, as soon as he could comprehend that. Like, they never did Santa, and then we're like, yeah, no, like, all the other kids' parents aren't telling them, but, like, Santa's a fraud. Like, he's not real. Like, all the presents we're getting you are from us. Aww. (laughs) And so he just, like, never had a Santa. So maybe it'll, like, make him, like, live vicariously to, like, get to pass that on to his child. Like, here's the the stocking I never got. Aww. (laughs) Here's the stocking I never got. That's so sad. See, I loved it because my little brother is seven years younger than me. Yeah. So when I was, like... 12 he was like five so I was at the age where like I really enjoyed helping him do it so we have all these home videos of me being like okay Austin now we have to set out carrots for the reindeer and like here's Santa's cookies and milk and it's like I really enjoyed like doing that with my little brother yeah and so it makes me really excited to like do that with my kids someday I know also we have to figure out elf on the shelf yeah, we're okay, gonna that have... was not a thing when we were growing up. No, but no. we're going to have to do an Elf on the You're Shelf do next Elf on the year. Shelf? Yeah, for sure. Because it's fun and creative. Kyle's so into it. Really? The other day when he was out of town, he was, like, texting my stepdad because um, Kyle, like, loves anything like that. And so do I. But Kyle sent him a picture of, their, like, a frozen Elsa caricature with, like, ice coming out of her hand and then the Elf on the Shelf, like, in a capsule of ice. <laughs> And so my stepdad did it, 
And so he literally, like, was like, Kyle just sent me the best thing ever. And he, like, walked to the big pitcher of water and dropped the elf on the shelf in there and, like, froze it overnight. So your parents do elf on a shelf with your siblings? With my younger siblings. So what is elf on the shelf? So I've heard a lot of interesting stories about elf on the shelf. I'm not sure, like, the mythology because I was never, like, read the story because I didn't have it growing up. Um, but basically, Elf on the Shelf is, like, Santa's helper. Okay. So he, like, comes to your house and he's your friend, but he, like, keeps an eye on you to see if you've been, like, naughty or nice. And then he lets Santa know, but you cannot touch Elf on the Shelf, otherwise his magic is gone. So my mom told me a really funny story about she was, like, my mom's a teacher, and apparently one of her kids brought, like, an elf on the shelf in the mason jar because, like, she couldn't touch Touch the elf on the shelf. Oh, that's funny. But then the the girl dropped the mason jar, (gasps) and it, like, shattered, but then she couldn't pick up her elf on the shelf because then, like, the magic would be ruined. I think my mom, like, grabbed, like, rulers or something and, like, picked up the elf on the shelf and, like, put it in her backpack, but... I feel like Elf on the Shelf is kind of wild. So, and then every night you put it in some sort of, like, funny funny position. Funny new thing. And does the Elf on the Shelf, like, bring them gifts? No. But you, like, you name your Elf on the Shelf. So, like, my family's name is Freddy. So I'm excited to pick, like, a fun name. Also, I think the Elf on the Shelf's come in, like, different, like, genders and ethnicities. So, like, that's fun and inclusive. When did this start? That's a good because question. Because they don't, my, that was, I think that was just becoming a thing as my little brother was growing up. Because I remember yeah. some of his friends had Elf on the Shelf, but we didn't. You didn't. No. Yeah. Because I never, I never believed in it. But when I was like moving out of my parents' house, it was like starting to become a thing. Okay. Of like, now my sister has aged out of believing in it. Uh-huh. But, like, my little brother still believes in it. That's really fun. It's so, creative, too. And it doesn't cost anything. Yeah. Well, and it's fun. I feel like there are – I'm sure there are, like, good subreddits on, like, elf oh, on the I shelf bet. ideas. I bet. Also, yeah. I just remembered, as you were talking about, like, the funny compromising positions of elf on the shelf, one of my favorite, like, kind of sacrilegious <laughs> holiday traditions. <gasps> so, oh, I know what you You do. know what it is. <laughs> so my parents have had this same manger scene since I was – before I was born it was like a um ceramic manger scene of like the manger the little um like hay bale baby Jesus the wise men the animals Mary and Joseph and the angel and each of these pieces are separate and you can move them around and slowly as we grew up a few times you know things broke um like one time like Austin dropped the wise man and his head fell off um baby Jesus is cracked the angel's horn is messed up so I would say starting like eight or nine years ago, it became a thing that me and my brothers, whenever like my parents were out of the room, would go in and like rearrange it. So we'd put like wise man's severed head in like the baby Jesus cradle and like baby Jesus like laying in the hay wow. with like the sheep and like. If you had an elf on the shelf, you would be getting cold. That sounds yeah. very naughty. We, we would have, like, two of the wise men were in, like, positions where they were, like, looking at the baby. And if you turned them towards each other, it looked like they were kissing. And so, like, oh. we had all these different things that, like, we would do with the manger scene. And my mom would always walk in and be like, oh, my gosh. And then last year she got a new manger scene from Costco. And I'm very upset. Did she throw away the old one? I don't know where it is. You I should ask it. her because you should take it. Yeah. 
<laughs> I feel like that would be a great like holiday tradition to start in your it's household. just it was so funny because my mom always had the same reaction of oh my gosh and, and we would try to find all these creative ways I remember one time Austin took one of his like Star Wars action figures and like swapped it out for baby Jesus so like everyone was looking at the Star Wars action Aww. figure I want to get a nativity scene but just have it be baby Yoda <gasps> I bet they make those there were that, so many is people that in so sacrilegious though I think it's fine <laughs> I don't speak you also for just all said Christians. That you make like the wise men kiss and put like <laughs> severed heads places. So I don't know. You know what? Uh, I, as a religious person, and this might be a hot take, <laughs> I think there are some things that are like very sacred to me that like I I don't think should be made fun of if you're a religious person. But I also think it's like, like Baby Yoda is kind of sacred. So <laughs> exactly. Like, including him in the mix is like totally fine okay okay. but i do also think that there are so many things that it's okay to make fun of sometimes and like i kind of have the south not as as much but kind of on a lesser variety of the a lesser extreme of like the the south park idea of like if it's okay to make fun of people you also have to make you have to make fun of everyone so like if I'm gonna That's make the most Sierra thing, I've yeah. Ever heard. No, seriously. Like, if I'm gonna make fun about the Elf on the Shelf and all these other holiday traditions, and know that's so silly, ha ha ha. I also think it's fine to make fun of like putting the wise men's severed head in baby Jesus's cradle, and like I don't think that's sacrilegious because I'm not actually sitting here being like worship the wise men's severed head. Oh, I. I love Jesus and I Jesus is my Lord and Savior and I celebrate him on Christmas but I also think it's okay to like not take everything so seriously all the time also I think you need to have a talk with Kyle because we were talking in the car last night and he was like what's up with all these millennials saying they're a follower of Jesus like I'm a follower of Rhett and Link but like that's not my Instagram bio I was like, no, I think it's, like, people saying, like, I, like, I'm not necessarily, like, for, like, the church. Like, I'm for, like, Jesus's teachings. And so I think you might have to have a talk with Jesus followed. Follow me back, Jesus. Like, we literally, like, passed a nativity scene on the road. And he's all, what's up with all these millennials? But, yeah. So so you might have to explain to him what being a follower follower of Jesus Jesus means. And why it's different than being a follower of Rhett and Link. (laughs) He's like, I live my lifestyle. Yeah. Purview. Church of Red and Link. Oh, my God. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, this is a good place to end the podcast. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Give us a rating on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe on YouTube. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Um, Follow Skylar on Instagram, sky.p underscore. Follow Sierra on Instagram at Schultzy. And check out Vlogmas because there's a few days left of it as you are listening to this, likely, if it's before Christmas. Um, And we'll see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.